morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Thursday for those that are here live. Happy whatever day that you're here. Thanks for being here. Today's a special day on the calendar for those that are joining us live. Today is Israel's Independence Day. It's Israel's birthday. They're 73 year olds, 73 years old today, but they're not really 73 years old. You know that. It's like when, you know, the wonderful, beautiful, amazing grandma says, today's my birthday. And we go, how old are you, grandma? And she says, I'm 22. And everyone goes, we know. And the truth is she is 22 because there are a lot of wonderful grandparents that are 22. It's how they act. It's how they think. And there are a lot of 20-year-olds that are, you know, 60 years older. Israel's 73 years old, but they're not 73 years old. Israel has been our homeland for thousands of years. Abraham is older than 73, but the return, if you will, the official return, the modern state, 73 years old. Happy birthday. I want to talk a little bit about Israel today. Again, this is for everyone, regardless of your background or affiliation. Regardless if you're watching this from Israel or you're, you've never been. If you've never been, you have to go. That's A. If you haven't been in five years, you have to go. I mean, wait till you can get in. But you have to go. To me, I think when I think of Israel, I think of this, the famous words of uh, Rabbi Yehuda Halevi, the famous poet, who said that, My heart is in the east, but I am in the west. That no matter where you are, there's a piece of your heart that rests and resides in the land of Israel. And there's so much to talk about. And for those who will be watching the Shabbat show tonight, 8 o'clock, we'll, we have a whole show on it with videos and interviews. And I hope you get a chance to watch at ShabbatShow.com. But what I want to do today is I want to take a lesson from Israel. I want to take a lesson that I think about a lot. And it's a lesson that has very much been underneath what we're talking about today on the boost and in general on the boost it very much it dovetails with this idea of being a steward of time you know there's there's a great rabbi named rabbi yaakov emden yaakov yaakov emden once said that if you want to prove god or you want to see god follow the Jews story through history just watch a little nation and see what they can do and see how they've managed to survive against all odds now he could have said if you want to believe in God look for the miracle of X or Y and remember the splitting of the sea and remember the plagues he could have done stuff like that but he didn't and I believe it's because what he was doing was he was he was training us to see how God manifests himself. It's easy to believe in a divine source when it's right in front of you. I can't count how many times in the past year someone has told me that on some hospital bed, the doctor said this was an absolute medical miracle. You shouldn't have made it. And the person said, well, yeah, but my family has been praying for me. And so in that one moment of a hospital room, 
one patient who was told by their doctors that they had very little likelihood of survival. And then their family went into sort of intense prayer mode. And then the doctors in that moment said that that's a miracle. So for those few minutes, someone recognized that what took place was beyond nature. But you got to look for that. Your brain will always show you times where it doesn't work. Your brain will always show you times where someone prayed and it didn't work. But what is so more, what is much more difficult is looking for the hiddenness of divine benevolence, trying to see how miracles happen subtly, quietly, in a way in which the world doesn't then all of a sudden lose its ability to find God. God has a way of presenting himself always in a way that allows someone to say, that was a coincidence. For me, when I think about God's hand in this world, one of the proofs that I look to is the state of Israel. Because the state of Israel should not be here right now. The thought that there were, and there always have been Jews living in Israel, and there always have been Jews streaming back to Israel. But the thought that we declared a modern state 73 years ago, and then were was attacked on every border by armies way greater, stronger, and more resourced than us. And a bunch of people, honestly, if you go back into the history and you just look at it now, looking back, you're looking at a nation that just emerged from the ashes of the Holocaust. We're not talking about a nation that was sitting pretty for 2000 years, even in another state. We didn't like move to Australia, start working out on the beach, develop all of the right muscles, go through all the training programs, come back to Israel, declare the state, have someone go, really, you want to do this? And us going, really? Okay. We just stumbled into the country. The people that fought in 48, many of them lost most of their family in, in the gas chambers. You understand the psychological trauma of one small little nation having just emerged from basic annihilation to now go off and face another annihilation. If you ever wanted to where is God anything in life, that would be a good time to where is God that. There was no school set up. Countries didn't roll in and set up shop and say, let me show you how to fight a battle let's let me give you the crash course that we got here in west point none of that happened in fact i remember reading stories of in the beginning they didn't have enough bombs they had a remember if, if you go through some of the history there's a great documentary i forgot what it's called i think it's called like above and beyond of where they didn't even have planes 
World War II veterans, Christian and Jewish, American and English and other Western World War II veterans illegally went to Israel to fly airplanes in 1948, 1948, 73 years ago. They didn't have an Air Force. Do you understand how insane this is? They didn't have an Air Force. Can you imagine a bunch of me and you getting together and picking a fight with like the Navy SEALs and being like, whatever, like we'll figure it out. I don't know. The Navy SEALs. No Air Force. No Air Force. Believe it or not, as they say, God has a sense of humor. Many of the planes they flew in 1948 were German planes. There was no prep. There was no advanced knowledge. This was suicide. And that's at 48. Forget before 48 what went on. I mean, forget that. And then to find a way to bring food and to create an economy and to raise kids. Most of them or many of them have been children of Holocaust survivors. And to fight battles every single day, not to mention wars that nearly wipe out a country every few years. This is not like we just rolled into town and we're like, oh, here's where the Chumash was. Oh, here's where that shul was. Oh, man, it's amazing. This was my grandfather. Wow, he, he sat in this chair 1,500 years ago. Like, it's great to be back. And everyone's like, welcome home. We, we saved this for you. Put the flag in. Oh, this is my family property. I can't believe it. And the music. What are you kidding me? The pain, the death, the fear, the starvation. 1948 wasn't the beginning. It wasn't the end of the struggle. It was the beginning of the struggle. Can you imagine how resilient the people have to be to go from 1941, two and three, the rise of Nazi Germany, late thirties, early forties, no place to run, no place to hide, gas chambers, crematoriums, Nazism, death camps, to emerge and then to stand in a new land in the Middle East, face a whole new threat, and somehow emerge? There aren't odds that any bookie in Las Vegas would ever put on the Jewish people. This experiment called Israel really should have been a few years. And forget in 70 years that it is basically a, a superpower. Forget where it leads in every aspect. And the stuff that we don't even hear about because our media doesn't report half that stuff. We don't know that right now in, Israel, right now in, in Africa, Israelis are helping create drip irrigation. We don't know that across the world, Israel has been first to respond to medical issues. We don't hear about these things. We hear about 
our media has managed to turn Israel into a killing machine. So we don't hear about the humanitarianism that takes, we don't hear about that stuff. To be leaders, science and technology, agriculture, to be the only democracy in the Middle East against all odds. They're a lesson. Israel's a lesson to me and to you, Jewish, not Jewish, whatever your denomination is. Israel's a lesson. Here's the lesson. Yesterday we spoke about sacrifice. Yesterday we spoke about a cause. When you're willing to sacrifice for a cause worthy of it, that's when you become worthy of miracles. We all want more stuff in life. We all want to become more. We all want to feel deeper. We all want to feel more meaningful. We all want to live excellent lives. I want to know how, in my humble, small, little, nothing opinion, God navigates the world is he gives us the opportunity to become supernatural ourselves. Many times in life, we want God to be Amazon.God. We want to order things from him. Can we order a perfect marriage, please? Can I order perfect children? Can we order a lot of money? Can I order this and order that? I'm not saying there aren't issues in life. Let's just focus on the positive. Many times in life, we have these feelings like I could be more. I should be more. I could have more properly. I wish God would just give it to me already. But Israel's showing us that if you're willing to sacrifice for it, if you're willing to articulate your goals, if you're willing to articulate the causes that make life worth living beyond self, we had a, on the Shabbat show a couple of weeks ago, we had um, a wonderful woman. Her name was Yola. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. You got to check it out. It was about maybe four weeks ago. She was one of the, she was one of the people in that famous Red Sea um, spa. Remember the Red Sea spa? The Red Sea spa was a Mossad operation that had the Israelis set up to get Jews out of Ethiopia. It's so, it's so thematic that it was a Red Sea spa. And it's so incredible that Israel, even though it needs all the help it can get on its borders, seems to understand that even if there are Jews throughout the diaspora that need them, that it's their job. And this young woman was recruited to be in this operation, which she lived in danger of her life. When I interviewed her, she said something so fascinating. She said, when you live for something beyond yourself, you really live. When we live to better ourselves, life is fairly physical. When we live for something beyond self, we start to really tap into life. But when we're willing to sacrifice for something beyond self, that's when we tap into miracles.
that's when things become miraculous. But let me tell you, not miraculous like split C miraculous. Miraculous like, hey, how did we win this war? Oh, it's because of the intelligence that just came into the Mossad's office. Oh, it's because the tank made a left versus a right. Oh, it's because we just got the resources from the country. Oh, it's because we just figured out how to do drip irrigation. Oh, it's, oh, 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 the coincidences that seem to always line up right at the right moment so that we can tell ourselves it's either us or it's beyond us. But when that happens... That's God's way of winking at us and saying, you're becoming supernatural. Let me show you supernatural. You know what's so powerful to me about the state of Israel? It's their birthday today. But like I said, they're 73. They're really 3,000 years. That's okay. It's really 5,000 years. That's okay. You know what's so special about the state of Israel? In my opinion, is they are the proof to me and to you, that when you live for something beyond yourself and you're willing to sacrifice for it, miracles happen. Because the state of Israel is a modern day miracle. It is every rock, every bit of air, every stone, every falafel, every, every Israeli, they're a walking miracle. They're the proof that if you stay strong, God has a way of manifesting himself against the odds. I believe if you look at Asha Torah, I'm sure Andy can pick this up right now. This is, Asha Torah did a video called Defying the Odds. Israel has and continues to defy the odds. And we're celebrating that. We're celebrating the manifestation of prophecy. We're celebrating God's hidden hand in the world. We're celebrating the sacrifices of individuals who are willing to live for a cause beyond self at great self-sacrifice. Let's not ever forget how hard it was just to live in Israel. Forget to fight on the battlefield, just to be back at home. That's our mission. Me and you, to question ourselves, to ask ourselves, am I connected to causes beyond me? Have I sacrificed for things that I believe in? And have I been aware of all the small little miracles that have been happening to me that maybe I missed because when I see them, they're only sources of encouragement to keep on fighting, to keep on striving, to keep on dreaming. Because Israel was a dream. In Hebrew, we have a word, Hayinu Kecholmen, they were dreaming. They were dreaming of a modern state. And God was saying to them as they were dreaming 70 years ago, he was saying, just Keep at it day after day. Don't worry about it. Keep your dreams. Keep on fighting inch by inch. And let me handle the middle. And that's our lesson. We need to be dreamers. 
of what's possible for our lives, what's possible for our families, what's possible for our communities to think bigger than just accumulation of stuff. And when we become dreamers and we work every day with sacrifice, big things happen. All right, everybody. Happy birthday, Israel. Let's learn the lessons. There's a little bit of an Israel. Remember that. There's a little bit of Israel. Israel. There's a little bit of Israel inside every single one of us. If we can just bring it out no matter where you live. All right, everybody. Have an awesome day. And with God's help, I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.